0: Could we turn in the Old Testament Scriptures, please, to Jeremiah chapter 33? Jeremiah chapter 33. We're going to read the first nine verses. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are thrown down by the mounts and by the sword. They came to fight with the Chaldeans, but it is to fill them with the dead bodies of men whom I have slain in mine anger and in my fury. For all those wickednesses I have hid my face from this city. Behold, I will bring it health and cure... And I will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. And I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return. And will build them as at the first. And I will cleanse them from all their iniquity whereby they have sinned against me. And I will pardon all their iniquities whereby... They have sinned and whereby they have transgressed against me. And it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and an honour before all nations of the earth, which shall hear all the good that I shall do unto them. And they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness and for all the prosperity that I procure unto it. Amen. And we know God will add a lot of blessing to this reading from his holy and his precious word. While praying about this meeting and the Lord led this passage of scripture upon my heart I was amazed in the early verses of Jeremiah chapter 3. He was in prison for a stand for the Lord. But listen, he was in the prison for a long time. When you look at verse, verse 1, the word of God says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison. He was in prison for a long time. The Lord had delivered a message to him, but he was still languishing in the prison. And then God came to him the second time, And I was amazed that I thought that this man of God would be downcast and beaten in prison, separated from friends, separated from family, separated from those that he loved. And yet in the prison, he was still walking and talking, still praying to the mighty God of heaven. Many of God's people were defeated and beaten. Many died, but God gave him a great promise here in Jeremiah and uh, ver- the first three, and the Lord said unto Jeremiah, Jeremiah, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which I knowest not, Jeremiah. I am going to deliver this people. They're a defeated foe. They're a defeated nation. The enemy has come in and put many of the people of God to death. But Jeremiah, I am going to do a great thing. And you are going to see it. You're going to be delivered from prison. And you're going to see the mighty works that God is going to do in your day and he held on to God and he wrestled with God in prayer and there he saw God answering prayer in a mighty way and how God really answered that prayer and child of God maybe you're in this meeting tonight the devil's got you down you feel defeated you're maybe going through the valley experience and you felt the attacks of the devil and We've all felt that from time to time. We've got down. and, And yet the Lord says to you and to me tonight, and I've been down as much as anybody else. And the Lord says, when you're going through affliction, when you're going through tribulation in your life, here's God's promise to you and me. Call on to me. He says, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not, and we want to see revival in this church, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. And whenever you're going through the valley, you lean in Jesus, and he will bring you through in the victory side. I often marvel when you read books and you hear preachers telling us about the martyrs and the covenanters and the reformers and why they were in the prison, how the Lord gave them great grace. They knew at any time they were going to be taken out to be burned at the stake, but they were praying and they were living a close life unto the Lord. And the day and hour came one by one. They were led out to be burned at the stake. And many of them were walking out to their death, singing, praying and preaching to the mighty God of heaven because they knew very soon we're going to be with Christ, which is very far better. We're going to suffer a minute or two and then it'll be absent from the body and present with the Lord. And I do need to tell you tonight, this is an evil day in which we are living it's a vile day. We've seen wicked, evil men and women raising themselves up. And here's what the Word of God says in Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13. And God warns us but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. And we have saw that in our land. Wicked and evil men raising themselves up. And they fight against God, they fight against His word, they fight against the people of God. But here's what God's going to do to them in Psalm chapter 37, verse 1 and 2 Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity For they shall soon be cut down like the grass And wither as a green herb And God says to you and me tonight These evil men, these evil women That have raised themselves up I'm going to cut them down I'm going to destroy them And I'm going to show them that I am God And there is nobody else but me Child of God Don't despair in this evil age when we see all the wickedness and the evil and the sin all around us. And we shall cry out like Jeremiah in Jeremiah 33, call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. And yet when we look at the wickedness and sin all around us, the Word of God says in Matthew 16 and verse 8, he said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So you see, child of God, even in this wicked, evil age, God is still moving and working. Souls are still being saved. His kingdom has been extended. I know there are times when we don't see souls like we saw when this church was open when ten fifteen twenty twenty five walked down the aisles for the Lord Jesus Christ, but the Lord is still saving souls today. His kingdom is still being extended and you know, dear one, when I think of the the the, the Sunday night services and the, the messages are go out online. And I often think we will meet souls in heaven that we didn't realize that had got saved through tuning in online. Oh, I know in the, the Sunday services, the Lord's Day, we would like to see souls walking down the aisles, calling upon God for mercy. But you know, I believe we'll meet souls in heaven through the online ministry of this church. And I know over this past 40, 50 years... brethren and sisters have been going round this area... knocking doors, trying to get men and women in... under the sound of the gospel. But you know, child of God... I believe we'll see souls in heaven... through the faithful witness of brethren and sisters... going round the doors, giving out gospel tracts giving out invitation into this this meeting. And you know, child of God, the Spirit of God knows no bounds. He can do the more exceeding abundantly that we can ever ask or think. And God's working when we least expect it. Many years ago, there was a dear brother doing door-to-door outreach, knocking doors, giving out gospel tracts, uh, trying to win men and women for the saviour and he knocked this door and he heard footsteps running down the stairs a door opened a man pulled the track out of his hand slammed the door in his face and he was taken back he was a bit shocked at this but he prayed about it and left it with the Lord a few days or weeks later went back to that house he knocked the door again only this time The man opened the door and he says, Come in, I want to show you something. And he led him upstairs into a bedroom. Now it was an old-fashioned house with the old-fashioned rafters in the ceiling. And as he brought him into that bedroom, there was a chair in the middle of the floor. And over that rafter there was a, a, a rope with a noose on it. And he said, You know, I was about... To hang myself. Life had no more meaning for me. I couldn't take any more. It was going to end it all. But you rapped the door. I know it snatched the, check, the track out of your hand. And slammed the door in your face. But he says I read that track. And I got gloriously. And wonderfully saved. And you know that man thought. But. Getting the door slammed in his face it was all over. But you know, even that we work, God saved that dear man that was at the end of Tyre And child of God, your efforts for the Lord are not in vain. Press on believer, and God will do his own will. You might say, you know, I cannot do much for the Lord. I couldn't stand up behind the sacred desk. I can't even stand up in a meeting and prayer. I couldn't teach a Sunday school class, stand up in the reach, and all the rest of it. But listen, child of God, you can have a greater ministry sitting in your home around the throne of grace and prayer. Sometimes when you talk about the ministry, you think about a minister, a missionary, a lay preacher preaching behind the sacred desk. But you know what one of the greatest ministries is? A child of God sitting in their home, wrestling with God in prayer. Lord, bless the minister bless the elders, bless the committee bless those in the reach of Sunday school bless those that are going round the door Lord bless missionaries Lord bring in sinners and save them oh that we had more people across our land but in the secret place wrestling with God in prayer and you talking to God in prayer you do not realise what a great ministry that you are doing for the Lord and sometimes in the work of God it gets hard and you get so discouraged sometimes preachers uh, even they're preaching behind the sacred desk and they get it hard at times and even the Sunday school teachers are reach workers when things maybe aren't going so well and you say we're going through a hard difficult time here and Uh, You you wonder, Ty, the devil says you're only wasting your time. But listen, child, of on. Persevere on, and God will do his own will. A dear brother many years ago was preaching in a wee independent uh, mission hall. He was preaching both services. He went and preached the morning service. But that dear brother couldn't get any liberty. And he felt so discouraged. And he went back for the gospel service of the morning meeting was hard. The evening meeting was just as hard pleading with sinners that come to Christ. And he felt it so so hard. And shook hands with the people after the gospel meeting. Get into the car, put the Bible in the seat, and he just felt so down. He just felt so discouraged. But what all preachers do, if you have a bad meeting, you move on to the next meeting and pray that God will give you great liberty, that God would give you great power. But one day that man was walking through, many years later, he was walking through Belfast City Centre and this sister stopped him and she said, Do you remember preaching in our wee hall? He says, Could I forget it? He says, Could I forget it? I couldn't get any liberty in the morning. I couldn't get any liberty at night. And I went away so, so discouraged. She says, You know something? You see, through your preaching, my brother and sister are in the mission field. I'm in Bible college studying to be a missionary. And through your preaching, God called the three of us to serve him. And that man left that meeting so discouraged. And child of God and the work of God, when you get discouraged, know what you'll find. That's a time when God is working the most for his honor and for his glory. Remember the early days of this church? Many remember it. And I say this reverently, all hell was let loose against us. The newspapers, the television, the radio was against us. But you see, whenever the devil was cursing, God was blessing. Souls in their hundreds were walking down the aisles month after month, seeking the Lord while he may be found and calling upon him while he is near. And child of God, we get discouraged in the work, but you'll find that's a time when God is moving, when you least expect it. And sometimes, you know, the Lord leads us down a strange pathway, and we don't understand it. Listen, you trust the Lord. You lean on him and let him lead you and guide you by the way. One of our ministers in one of the free Presbyterian country churches preached the morning service, preached the evening service, pleaded with sinners to come to Christ. He shook hands with the people at home. The wife uh, made him a bit of supper, and he sat in the house for a while. But he had this awful burden to get back down to to the church again, he said to his wife, listen, I have an awful burden to go back down to the church. And he drove back down to the church and there was a man standing there at the gates. He'd been in the meeting. He went away and come back. And he was waiting there for someone to lead him to the Savior. And there that minister had the great joy of opening up the scriptures. And pointing him to Jesus, the mighty to save. And child of God, sometimes God leads people up across our path. Maybe a brother or sister would say, I need you to pray for me. I've lost a loved one I'm going through the valley experience. I don't feel too well. And you see for somebody to say to you, I'll pray for you. That means so, so much. And God always has a plan and he always leads his people down a way. I wasn't going to mention this tonight. Earlier this year and I'm saying this for God's glory and for his timing. Earlier in the year, Aaron and me were in Fortiside, got the trolley, went into Sainsbury's and went the Marks and Spencers and Aaron said I went into, want to go into a few shops and I said I'll sit down here with a trolley and uh, this wee woman sat beside me and good to see you, how you doing Ach, haven't been too well and, and we got talking and she started to cry big tears rolled down her cheeks like a river she says, You know, last year my son died of cancer. She says, The year before my other son died of cancer. She says, Just at the end of last year, my husband was diagnosed with not leukemia, uh, dementia, sorry. He was diagnosed with dementia and her heart was broken. And I said, dear, do you want me to pray for you? She says, would you? Now, I'm saying this for God's glory and his timing, none to do with me. And I just simply prayed for her that the Lord would bless her and be with her and, and just give her all. The victory. I've never met her since. I don't know if she was saved or not, but I knew. If she wasn't saved, that could be the means of leading her to Jesus. The mighty to save. And child of God, sometimes the Lord gives us an opportunity to pray for someone. And we'll have to take it. You know, his ways are not our ways and we should just trust in him. Whenever we feel down, just call upon that great verse of scripture, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. No matter how big the problem, no matter how dark and long the valley is, let me tell you the Lord Jesus Christ and his great wisdom Will bring you through on the victory side. But the Lord bless these few wee thoughts for His honour and for His glory. We we'll pray that uh, the Lord will bless His word to all our hearts. We'll give each and every one of you a warm welcome in the Saviour's worthy and precious name. Our numbers are down tonight. We we'll thank you for coming out tonight. We we'll pr- we'll thank you for that. Remember the services in the Lord's Day when their student Jonathan Eccles will come, pray for God's servant, that the Lord would just take them up and use them, and use them mightily for his great honour and glory. We're going to get down to prayer now.